Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Alex. Welcome back to the Debt Lounge Podcast. Today we're talking about whatever. <laughs> it has it has been a while. We are out of our groove, out of our routine. And so so we're just um we we've got a general idea for today, but like not really. <laughs> I mean that's what most of our podcasts have been, just a general yeah, let's talk about this one thing, and then it just goes from there. I feel like today is even less organized, though. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Things have been crazy. Things have definitely been crazy. Uh, it's mostly been work, too, but like... Yeah. Also, Alex's girlfriend broke her foot. <laughs> like... Yeah. Between that and just, like, everyone's constant changing schedules, we're still all just trying to get used to living together. <laughs> There's been a lot happening. Yeah. But it's sort of leveling out soon. Well, it's leveled out. And it's to be expected, like, growing pains of living together and, like... Yeah. Just get used to each other in this capacity. Yeah. But I, I also kind of realized that I just don't. I'm more of a busybody than I gave myself credit for before I left. Because <laughs> I just kind of attributed all of that like, all right, this needs to get done. This needs to get done. I need to do this before we move. Like, I need to, to make sure we talk to these people and I need to look into these places and blah, blah, blah. All of that kind of, like, momentum. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just me getting ready to move and trying to get things prepared. And then once we did it, you know, the the whole, all right, it's done, take a breath kind of moment has not happened for me. It's <laughs> like I've, I've basically like sat down, took a deep breath and was like, all right, what's next? And therein lies my problem. I'm back at that like point of having so much I want to do and so much I can do and trying to figure out where to start that I'm not starting with anything. Right, like you've achieved one of the things and now you're like, there's so many other things. And I understand. My biggest, of any everything that I like want to do, like my Big time, like, things that I'm thinking about really just have to do with bills, so, like, but all of the other, like, little things that I want to do also kind of come down to that, because, like, I need money for a camera, I need money for, like, this kind of stuff, like, there, I definitely understand there's, like, a lot of stuff that, like, I want to start doing again, or just start doing, and, like, the overwhelming amount of things that I could start doing. And so I end up just scrolling through Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've, I have a, a way of like combating that, at least now. Like, I've, I've been in that situation enough to. All right. Please for, share. <laughs> for, first off, sorry, Monster Burp. Uh, I've been in that situation enough to realize when I'm there, but I've also been there enough to kind of know what helps me out of it. And that is kind of thinking about that next step of like, all right, there's so many things I want to do, need to do, and, and dreaming about, but realistically, what is that next step? Mm-hmm. What's the thing that would make me feel like I've, like, made momentum? And what, realistically, can I do to get myself into that situation? So it's like... Last last semester, I pushed myself stupid hard and was like, Okay, the thing that will make me feel like I'm making movement is getting myself across the country. Is like moving to the place that I want to move to. Now it's sort of like, all right, now my next step is like getting back into the groove of 
doing things. Right. Be it, you know, recording with you or recording on my own stuff, practicing more. Like, everything that I want to do involves working towards it and practicing and doing that, putting the work in towards it. And I need to start getting in the habit of doing that before I can, like, move on to the next step, which is, like, trying to make money off of it. Right. Or trying to, like, you know, you, you can't, you can't, like, expect to pick up a microphone or pick up a camera and then live off of that, even if you want to. That's not, that's not realistic. You have to, like, break <laughs> it down into steps. Like, you can't just expect to, you know wake up one day and have a book right without sitting down and thinking about it without sitting down and writing it without uh, too too close to home too close to home <laughs> it, it's like well that that was that was like part of my issue back home when i tried to work with people mm-hmm. was so many people you know they'd want to be in a band but they wouldn't want to put the work in they just wanted to buy the instruments, look cool with them, get with their friends and hang out for a bit and say to people that, hey, I'm in a band. But when you boil it down, they were just sort of hanging out. No one had the the drive or the, the momentum. No one wanted to put the work towards, mm-hmm. you know, that next step. No one wanted to put the work towards the goal. They just kind of wanted the prestige of 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 the idea if that makes sense yeah i think i don't know for me i need to figure out like what that next step is that i need to take i tend to i go through spurts of being really really motivated and doing a lot of things and just being tired and doing absolutely nothing and like I don't know. I have recently just been in that tired place. Because <laughs> like we said at the very beginning of this podcast, things have been crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I need to figure out what exactly that next step is. Like, what do I, what do I want to pursue next and, like, start doing next? And how do I start doing that? Like, I want to get back into music. I want to get back into recording videos and, like, covers and one-piece live reactions and everything. And, like, I don't know. I feel like I made a lot of positive steps um, where we were living before. And now I feel like I'm kind of back at square one. And to a, to a certain <laughs> extent, to a certain extent, you are. I mean, it's the the same thing with uh, with me, especially when I go to when I go to work, and I've shown some of my coworkers the stuff that I've worked on, and have talked to them about things that I want to do, and they're they know me well enough now to know when I'm like getting in my own head about things that I need to work on, and there's been so many times where they'll just pull me to the side and be like, "You just moved here." You you got here in September, or you got here in the middle of, of August, you got the job the 1st of, of September, you've only been here a couple of months, you've done something people your age don't do. Mm-hmm. Like, for all of us, no one our age just kind of moves. Yeah, picks moves, up and goes across the country. <laughs> moves this far, and all of us had jobs within weeks. Like, within, yeah, like, the first... Within the first like week or two all of us were employed all of us were we hadn't even really settled in yet mm-hmm. we just kind of we really hit the ground running with no <laughs> no room to like yeah we we, do, we just got here and started going <laughs> like of, of course there's that like shell-shocked feeling of like what do i do because we're not we're not oriented yet Mm-hmm. And yet we've all kind of done things and have sort of gotten invested in our situation, like, already without fully adjusting to the fact that, like, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's the grace period. We just kind of 
shot ourselves out of our routine <laughs> and haven't given ourselves enough time to like adjust to it and relax and and the same kind of goes for a lot of people our age and a lot of people like in our friend group like I, I've been talking to a lot of people back home now more so than ever <laughs> <laughs> now that you're gone uh, and, and I've been yeah now that I'm now that I'm gone and <laughs> now that I'm gone let me uh let me call like no, half that, the people I actually talk to <laughs> now that it's like safe to talk to people without having to deal with maybe seeing them in person <laughs> I'm, I, I've got to say, I'm still, I, I thought about this recently, I'm still so very thrilled to live in a place where people from junior high don't recognize me, because there's nobody from my junior high here. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my thing is just older people that know my parents. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad so to be my, my parents don't talk to anybody, so... <laughs> it was mostly my mom, because my mom talked to everybody. <laughs> but no, just a lot of people that I've been talking to back home who were in similar situations. It's like one friend moved to the city, one friend moved uh moved from Michigan back to uh back to Homewood. Mm-hmm. Um it's just everybody's kind of arranging themselves, but everybody's still in that same spot of like what do I do next? And like I, I talked to to one friend who worked at Best Buy. It's like, well, he's been there for for a while, and he was like, in that stagnant like, I'm not achieving anything by, by being here, by being like, at this store, at this place. What do I do? Well, he he moved. He moved into the city and transferred to a different store. And it's like just that small step of like. He's only 20 minutes away from where he grew up, but he's still impressing the, the staff and they're just like, oh my god, they were just kind of sitting on you, wasting all of this <laughs> this potential. He's already been promoted, he's like moving up and it's just been a, a, a month and it's like, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what... You you have to understand that you're not comfortable in a spot to, like, figure out why and what to do about it. Like, even if it's, like, in your own head, just in, in general, you have to be a little bit uncomfortable to kind of get the motivation to not be. <laughs> no, I mostly, I really want to get back into music. I think, because, like, back where we lived before, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a serious band or anything, but, like, I was playing with a band, and I was, I was, I had my lessons, and I was, like, doing recitals for, like, with, for voice and all that kind of stuff, and, like, I don't know, I think that's probably the thing about being out there that I miss the most that like I want to be able to find something more like that out here that like lets me do music more <laughs> well I, I could probably give you a couple of leads on that but it really just depends on like the extent that you want to uh, to do music mm-hmm. but I mean, it's it's all a, a part of the process of like, all right, if if music is the next uh, the next step you want to take, like, I mean, that's what... always been the main goal for me. I know, <laughs> I know, but if like making that the next big goal to pursue, you know, what's the what's the first step? Like that that's what I mean by, uh, you know taking that next step like if music is your goal what is the first step do you mm -hmm. practice enough do you uh if you do practice enough do you learn enough do you teach yourself enough you know if you if you don't all right now figure out what how do you learn do you learn by watching videos and playing along do you learn by reading the books go out and buy yourself some books 
if you learn by you know watching and listening and figuring it out watch a bunch of videos listen to a bunch of music and figure out the 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 techniques and things like that that you want to to learn it's like obvious things but it's not as obvious when like you're the one in it yeah when you're like in the moment and do you it's like a, a, can draw the analogy to like video games and like when you're watching a let's play and something is so obvious but the person the let's player keeps missing it yeah because it's so easy to miss obvious things when you're in the situation yeah when you're the one playing the game <laughs> you don't you don't always notice everything i mean it, it's like me and playing playing guitar i love playing guitar i've been enjoying practicing more but like my guitar instructor used to tell me the thing with practicing that the thing that helps him practice is he practices while he's like watching tv or he practices while he's you know just lounging around just sitting on the couch or whatever mm-hmm. i can't do that because it's just not in my nature to all right i have nothing to do i'm watching tv i'm focused on the tv i, I don't just like idly pluck my guitar or, or just mess <laughs> with like any sort of finger exercises or or things like that it's it's sort of like um it's sort of like stretching in the morning mm-hmm. it's a great thing to do but if you've never done it before if if that wasn't a part of your routine it's a simple thing but throwing yourself into it it's just like man i need to start stretching more i'll stretch every morning you're not going to do it the next day right and if you, you should. And if you do, <laughs> you're probably not going to do it the next day. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do it until eventually something's going to click and it's going to be a part of your routine. And you're going to notice, you know, when you don't do it that day. It's it's like when uh, Rose started working at, at Starbucks. I was practicing the guitar every morning. And then it was just the, the days where I was just too tired to do it. I noticed when I wasn't doing it. <sighs> Just what, also why I don't know if you hear, but that's why my alarms keep going off super early in the morning. Oh, I don't notice anyone else's alarm. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like, because that's the thing. I I noticed that I wasn't that I wasn't, and I'm not practicing guitar as much as I want to. So I'm trying to. What's the what's the word? Not not condition. That's the word. I'm trying to condition myself <laughs> into like getting up and and doing, getting up and moving. It's like you you have to find your own way of of moving forward and moving towards like the routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found um. With, like, the bass and, like, keeping up with that, it's really fun for me to, like... Because most of my bass lessons were just work... Like, my uh, teacher working out, like, the bass line of a song and teaching me to play it. But I've been having a lot of fun lately, like, te- like figuring out bass lines and songs for myself. Mm-hmm. Like... But I've also learned maybe that's a, that's another, like, I don't know if it's the next step or just a future step. I've been talking about I want to get a five string. Because, like, I've noticed a lot of this music that I listen to is metal or, like, harder rock. And a lot of them have that, like, lower, the, those lower notes that aren't on my four string bass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I also need a need a new guitar i don't know if i'm going to go with a go with a uh, seven string but i'm definitely getting like a a better guitar at some point i want that lower string so very badly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if if that's the motivator <laughs> that's the motivator go for it like find find a way and I also want to start, um, I keep saying this, I keep not doing it, I need to do it, though, is getting comfortable 
singing around people. I I, <laughs> I will say this. I understand. I will also <laughs> say this. No one in this house cares. I've just, I've always, like, I can, I can practice on my own, like, when there's no one else in the house, and if I have something prepared and I'm performing it, it's not really a problem. I can perform in front of people. Right. But, like, just practicing in front of people is awful. (laughs) Or just, like, singing randomly in front of people is is awful. (laughs) Well, I mean, that, that's that's something that I kind of get at work. Because <laughs> at work, my, my coworkers will sing their asses off. Like, there's customers in the store. It's a small place. Mm-hmm. And they're pushing carts down the aisle, singing, whistling. <laughs> like, you can hear, hear someone in the back room from the, from the, the register, and they're just singing their head off. Like, to the, the music that's playing in the store. And no one bats an eye. Nobody really cares. But it's, like, to me, that's one of those, like, even if I like the song, even if I normally would, like, if I'm in my car by myself, I'd sing along. I'm not going to do it in the store because it's, like, I don't I do not do that. <laughs> this is, this is weird. Why would I do this? But I'm I'm still, like... In that professional work mode. Right. You know, you, you, you get that, like... You get adjusted to how you normally are around people. And breaking out of that is also kind of weird. It, yeah. It's, it's also an adjustment to, like, change a little bit about your personality. And it, and it is, like, a little thing, on paper at least, of just, like... <laughs> All right, you should sing more in in the house to practice singing. Again, nobody cares. Everybody's told you you should, but like, again, on paper, it doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> Especially when you already got the go ahead, just sing around people. In your own head, it's probably your own mountain that you're climbing. Of just like, okay, when. When will you be okay with this? At what <laughs> point up the mountain will you be okay with this? Right. <laughs> I used to, um, when I lived in the basement, I used to, like, at my parents' house, I used to practice singing when people were home because I could, like, pretend I was home alone because that was, like, my own little apartment down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not so much here. Yeah. This is a smaller place. It's not, it's a big apartment, but it's like four people, so it's. So it's certainly not as, uh. Not, not as, uh, convincing. <laughs> yeah, I can't just close my door and pretend no one's here. <laughs> I mean, you could. You would just need a very vivid imagination. <laughs> Some some soundproofing. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> That's what I should do. I should soundproof my room. The thing on that one Disney show where like, um, I don't remember what the show is. This is literally the only thing about it I remember. The kid was a drummer and he like soundproofed his room so that like he couldn't hear his parents yelling at him for playing the drums so loud <laughs> that's like, clever I, I don't remember what the show is but like <laughs> i because th- i think it was like on after i was like over disney channel shows but like i still caught it mm-hmm. <laughs> But I've always thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I I keep looking at soundproof stuff. And it, it's just one of those like, alright, how do I put it on the walls without messing up the walls? Yeah, we rent. We can't mess up the walls. Not unless we can fix it afterwards. Which <laughs> technically we can. 
don't know if it will be as good, but technically we can. That's another issue. <laughs> but, yeah, we're still adjusting and still figuring things out. I'm like, I know it's only like the second podcast we've recorded since we've been here, but I'm waiting for the podcast that gets interrupted by the people next door <laughs> and oh. all their banging. Yeah. <laughs> banging and stomping. And... That's the thing that we, that, that we have to get used to being out here is just randomly through the wall next door, bang, 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 bang. Like people are stomping around or running up and down stairs or like... The other day it sounded like they were playing DDR or something, like... <laughs> yeah, every now and then we can hear them yelling too. Yeah. But that's like very rare occasions. And we also, when, when, when they're banging, particularly when you're in the living room downstairs, you can like feel the wall shake, because, you know, apartment, we share a wall. Yeah. <laughs> and they vibrated the couch a couple times. I heard about that. I just want to know what they're doing. Like, I'm really curious what's going on over there. <laughs> well, from what I can understand, like, we're in we're in a townhouse. I can't tell if it's both the next door and the house that's in the same lot as us, like the blue house over there. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if it's like the house and a half i know that the the people from the house next door or from the uh townhouse next door talk to the people at the house in the lot i don't know if they're a part of the same family or not because they're they're always kind of like going back and forth from each other's house i do know that the the blue house over there even though it's a townhouse one family lives there that i know yeah, because there's, like, a lot of them, and they're, like, constantly switching cars around and, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's also fun just people watching your neighbors sometimes when they're outside. <laughs> yeah. See, Not talking to them, because that's what, like, people do, but... <laughs> no, I I enjoy people watching at work. <laughs> that That's my that's my thing. I was talking to... Uh, one of my coworkers about this. I, I only get to see him like the one day a week that I work with him. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of saying one of the one of his favorite parts about this job is uh, quietly judging our customers <laughs> because we work at a liquor store, and it it just it's a huge co- uh, confidence booster for him because he's just like I can't be doing that bad. Because I'm not this guy. <laughs> it's like just throwing massive shade. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't have anything like that. Because I, I work, I'm not going to say the name of the place where I work because they're big corporate place. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I haven't, I, I feel like I haven't been there long enough. And like, I'm not a cashier, so it's harder to get to know regulars anyway. But, like, I don't know. The only, like, memorable customers I've ever had were, like, was, like, the lady on Halloween who, like, got a bunch of Halloween candy for her kids, for the kids coming through, and then got, like, a ton of the, like, those mini wine bottles Mm -hmm. for the parents. (laughs) And she was my favorite person I've ever met there so far. (laughs) <laughs> see i i've just been enjoying like the the few regular customers who have like learned either learned my name learned where i'm from or just like me a little bit better i i just enjoy talking to them because mm-hmm. it's like a couple of them gave me the nickname chicago thought that was kind of funny just like I like joking with some of the customers, even though I'm very, very quiet and very professional. Right. <laughs> you can be professional and still have a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know, I got. 
I got so thrown off by this one guy yesterday because he's normally a quiet dude. When I first started working there, I never saw him like smile as much after like I kind of learned what he wanted because he only gets the same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. But like everybody would ask him the same question of like, you know, oh, how can I help you? That kind of thing. After I figured out that, oh, he only gets this one specific type of whiskey that I never see anybody else get but this guy. I would see him walking up to the door and I'm just like, all right, I'll go get it for you. Just grab it, <laughs> put it up. Dude started to lit up. Like, dude, dude lights up when he sees that because it's like, oh, shit, I don't have to talk to people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, yesterday... I was busy because fucking everybody's coming in for Thanksgiving. and Everyone needs their Thanksgiving alcohol. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people thought we were closed Best on. Best way to deal with your family is to get drunk. Basically. <laughs> no, there's been people coming in and like buying, buying a shit ton of alcohol. And they're just like, well, this is for a recipe. And this is because the in-laws are coming. And it's just like, <laughs> all right. All right. I see where your head's at, man. Good luck. <laughs> but now this guy like I was running back and forth doing things for a bunch of customers and then like I went to go into the back room to grab a, a case of something and so like just as I was passing I heard someone go like hey Alex how's it going and then I turned and it was that guy and it was just like <laughs> first off when did I tell you my name I don't think I ever told you that <laughs> Maybe he asked. Yeah, but he was just like so happy to see me, and I was just like, Aww. "Hey, he likes going? you." How's it going, man? No, it's fun to have customers like that. Like that's probably the uh, only thing that I really miss about being a cashier is like getting to know like the the good cust good customers like that. See, like, I'd I'd much rather not be on the counter. But it happens. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd greatly prefer not being at the register. <laughs> but, like, but, you know, sometimes I miss, like, the guy who would come in to uh, the health food store that I worked at before. And, like, he would always come in and, like, announce himself. And, like, he would get the same thing every time. He'd just come in every day and get a double shot of wheatgrass. And he'd come in and announce him, announce his name and double shot of wheatgrass as he walks up to the register to pay for it. And so I started, like, trying to beat him to it. Like, he'd walk in the door and I'd yell out his name and double shot of wheatgrass. And he'd get a big grin on his face and come <laughs> over. <laughs> That's all he ever wanted. <laughs> he wanted to make it a thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah, a lot of my customers now are are nice people but a lot of them are also drunks <laughs> i feel like that that happens when you work at a liquor store <laughs> oh my god yesterday was terrible yesterday was terrible because we do tastings here mm-hmm. and they did a beer tasting they did two beer tastings Ew. <laughs> in the middle of the day the first the first tasting started at 2 p.m and the thing is, everything alcohol related is, uh, uh, yeah, everything alcohol related is regulated in the state. Mm-hmm. So if there is a bottle of some kind of alcohol in your store, the government wanted it there. The government gave you permission to, to have it there. Uh, chances are, if you don't have it at your store, it is because the state is out of it. Huh. <laughs> or because uh, no one bought it from your store, so they took it out of your store. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a legal limit to how much you can give someone to taste. And it is a tiny little, like, less than a shot glass, little, it's maybe like a fourth of a shot <laughs> cup. It's a tiny-ass cup. It's hilarious watching these tasters pour the shit in there. This beer lady that showed up for her tasting, 
came with her own like cups that had their own stencils and she was just like people would walk up and be like so what are you sampling today and she's just like oh these four beers you can try each one i'll pour you a cup and would give them a cup of beer and people were just walking up and trying all four so it's like drink four cups of beer and then walk up to the the fucking counter with their alcohol that they were going to buy and it's like, I, I can't, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. <laughs> it's like one thing they, they made sure to tell me when I, when they hired me was just like, hey, you got to check for sobriety, which is a hard thing to do, especially when they're doing tastings. Right. It's like, if they smell like alcohol and if they've been drinking and you think that they're unsafe, you shouldn't be selling them this thing. It's like... Well, they were fine until they came in the store. <laughs> then they came into the <laughs> store, and then we fucked them up. <laughs> it's like, what do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you gave them the alcohol. <laughs> I just find it like weird when like states have really strict laws about alcohol, and like not your basic like age limit, um, and like. laws about like public intoxication and drinking and driving and that kind of stuff but like out here like you can't buy you can only buy like hard liquor at a liquor store yeah like you can't just go to the store and go to the alcohol section there's just wine there wine or beer because (laughs) those are the two things not regulated by the state (laughs) or like um in a lot of, like, I know in North Carolina specifically, you can't buy alcohol on Sundays. And, like, that's just weird to me. Like, why not? <laughs> and my, my grandpa, who lives in North Carolina, has tried to be like, like, well, that's the way it should be. It's the Lord's Day. Like, well, not everybody is a Christian. And also, some people want to spend the Lord's Day getting drunk. Yeah. Sunday was the day God rested. Someone wants Sunday to be the day that they drink a lot and then pass out and are therefore resting and <laughs> celebrating God's day. See, I was going to make like a Jesus blood wine joke, but you know, that works. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's weird learning the, the, the rules here. It's like, I'm not supposed to sell alcohol to somebody if they're, uh, not supposed to sell alcohol to somebody if they are intoxicated in any way. But weed is also legal now. Right. So it's like, does that count? Uh, minors aren't allowed in the store unless, and this is the weird thing, unless they're with somebody that's, uh older than 21 and as long as they don't touch a bottle like if they're related to that person and as long as they don't touch a bottle it's fine unless I don't think they're related in which case I have to ask <laughs> or they can only be in there with family or if they're married like a, a minor can uh, or someone under the legal drinking age can come into the store if they're with, like, their husband who's of age. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, super specific rules outside of the just, like, all right, if they're underage or if they're drunk, don't sell to them. Mm-hmm. I can understand just not letting minors in the store because, like, what are what are you doing in here? Get out. This is a liquor store. You can't do anything with this. Go home. Play some video games. Unless they're with the parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's super weird. It's super weird, and it can be really confusing sometimes. I had a person today, and this is the first like person, uh, customer at work who like it's the first person there who has really made me stop and be like, "People are so rude." <laughs> Which is impressive, since I've been there for, like, over a month now, and there's only been one person that made me 
stop and think that. But, um, I was like, I had my little cart of stuff that people, uh, like, people will, like, take things to the front if they decide they don't want something when they get to the register. They just give it back to the cashier. And they take it to guest services, who they put it in a bin for the uh, appropriate department. And then when that bin gets full, they'll be like, they'll be like, grocery or abandons are full. And I have to go get them and put them in a cart and put them back on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was doing that. I was trying to come back with, like, my cart of abandons to put them on the shelf. And there was this woman and her young, like, young teenage son who was on his phone that, like, stepped into the aisle as I was, like, trying to get through it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, excuse me, I just need to get through here, sorry. And the, the son is just completely ignoring me on his phone. The mom says nothing, just looks up at me with the dirtiest look. Like... Now you can be mad about it. I still need to get through here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and they never said a single word to me. She just gave me a dirty look and then, like, got distracted by something and pulled, pulled her son away. And <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's rude. That's really rude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just don't like dealing with, uh, with people like that. I really don't like dealing with people in general, but surprisingly, I've I've had more well-mannered customers than not. Yeah, I've found, I wonder if the difference is, because where I worked before, we had our share of crazy customers, and I wonder if the difference is, like, a lot of the people who shop where I work now are much younger like, I had a lot of old people at the place where I worked before. And old people are grumpy. And, like, really, really entitled. And, like, well, younger people are more likely to be like, like, oh, no, no, it's fine. And while older people are more likely to be like, how dare you? See, I've been I've been getting, at my store, because we, we sell, we have the cheapest beer price in town. We have, uh one of the cheaper cigarette prices in town. I've been getting a lot of old people show up there too, and they're they're super nice. And this is gonna sound fucked up of me, but I think they're so nice because they're not dead. <laughs> and and I, I mean that literally because I think it's just an organ thing. Because I haven't heard I've never heard old people talk like this in my life where it's like you ask some I ask someone how they're doing today and they're just like, well I woke up this morning, so it's a good day. Oh, that's not just an Oregon people. I've only thing. ever that's... heard people in Oregon say that. People used to do that all the time at uh, Sunrise, where I worked before, because it was like an all-senior customer base. Almost. There were some younger people, but like that happened to me all the time. It made me so uncomfortable. It's like I would ask them how they were doing, and they would make some kind of joke about how close they were to death. <laughs> like, I've like only ever okay, heard people, have a good day. <laughs> I only ever heard people in Oregon say that, and I no, would just be like, "I used to get that all the time." Like, I woke up this morning, can't complain. Yeah, and I, I would, <laughs> I, I literally just laugh back, like, "Yeah, that's a good thing." <laughs> I'm glad, glad, glad you're alive. Uh, <laughs> and of course, they say that and immediately buy a pack of smokes and a pint of some whiskey. <laughs> Good day, because I woke up. Hopefully tomorrow I won't. <laughs> See, I, I get so many... Dark, by the way. Dark. <laughs> I get so many people, like... It, it's a thing of, like, how are you drinking this and surviving? Like, there's, there's, a, uh, there's a couple who... They don't own a bar... They don't own a bar, they don't have kids, they live with each other, they live close close by. I see them at least every week and a half, mm-hmm. and they get the same thing every single time. They get four cartons of cigarettes, and a case of half gallons of whiskey. That is... Uh, 
just shy of two liter. Mm-hmm. Six of those of whiskey and 40 packs of cigarettes. I see them every week and a half. There is an old... a lot of cigarettes and whiskey for a week and a half. There is an old lady who... She herself is in her 80s who buys cigarettes for her mother who is just about 100, maybe a little bit older. I have no idea. I've only seen this woman once. And she looked like the old lady from Spongebob. (laughs) But pale. And she gets the same thing every single time. She gets at least two cases of menthol e-cigarettes. And and flavored menthol vapes. (laughs) Because they're a lot smoother for her and her mom than... Than cigarettes. I mean... I see her at least once a week. I mean, vaping is better for you than cigarettes, but like... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I can't take vaping seriously. I, I, I know it's better for you than cigarettes and like... Also, I just... I can't take vaping seriously. Because the people who are too into it have ruined it. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, the, the only... There's only one customer that comes in my store that that vapes that I can take seriously, and that's because he makes his own stuff <laughs> and walked me through the process, and it was just one of those, like, dude, you know your shit. I, st- I can't do it, but that's impressive. <laughs> There's also this one guy who I hate his guts. I hate his guts. I hate his guts. He's the InfoWars guy. Not not Alex Jones. It's just this fat dude who comes in. He's a fat old dude who comes in the store with an InfoWars shirt every single time he's in the store. Ew. Um, and he only <laughs> Very ever... Ew. He only ever buys the same thing. Uh, although, lately, lately, he's been upgrading. He's, <laughs> he's in there at least... He's in there at least uh, two times a week. He used to buy... A pint of Everclear. And he's drinking it. He drinks the shit like water. Uh, he would I mean, buy... I guess he'd have to, to watch InfoWars. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking shots. <laughs> he, he drinks the shit like water. He comes in all the time, would buy a pint of, of, uh, of Everclear. And would make the same joke, like... As he hands me the money, I don't need a bag. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shove it under my shirt and walk out like I stole it. And if you don't say anything, he then gives you shit for not trying to stop people from stealing, even though it's like, you paid for that. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Put it in your pants for all I care. <laughs> so many people do that already. Like there's there's times where like someone will hand me their their credit card or whatever. And as I'm putting it in the machine, they're shoving all their shit that they just bought into their pockets. You know what? That's fine. You want to know why? Because you paid for it. (laughs) As long as you don't drink it publicly, you can walk the fuck out the store with it. Because you paid for it. Right. But this this dude will literally make the same joke every single time of just like, Oh, I'm gonna shove it under my shirt like I'm stealing it. All right. What? You're not gonna stop me? You're bad at your job. It's 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 yours. You can... <laughs> like you you paid for it. Yeah, he's lately been upgrading to a fifth, which oh. is a normal sized bottle of alcohol. <laughs> Stressful times, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we sell Everclear for cheap. You do a regular sized bottle for fifteen bucks. I never understood, like, people would where I worked before. Um, there was always the option of not having a bag. And pe- some people would get, like, offended if you ask them if they wanted a bag or not. Because if they don't take a bag, they're just going to get accused of stealing when they leave the store with this. Like, no, you're not. It, the door's right there. I know you bought it. You bought it from me. You can you can go. It's yours. Oh, I, I get that from people when I <laughs> like, 
I get that from people when, because that's just a part of my normal habit. Is like I'll just after I finish ringing it up, I'll put it in a bag. Mm-hmm. Like whether they need a bag or not, it's just it's just a habit of mine. The only time I'll ask if they need a bag is if the bottle already has a handle on it. If I know they're just going to put it in their pocket because they've done it before. Mm-hmm. Or if, like, they absentmindedly, like, reach for the bottle. Like, after I've given them back their, their money. Because there's been so many times where I'll reach for the bottle and they're already pulling it away from me to walk out the store. And it's just one of those, like... In that moment, I'm just like, need a bag. And then they'll remember, oh, I probably shouldn't walk out with this. It's probably against the <laughs> law or something, right? And I'm just like, no, you just pulled it away from me before I could bag it for you, so I didn't know if you wanted one or not. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll get one just in case. And people are so weird. I also, I also had a lady... I don't... I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know if she was hitting on me. I don't know if this was just like a dumbass joke she made. I was not in the mood for her shit. (laughs) Uh, This guy came in and he bought like, he bought a bunch of stuff so much so that I had to get him a box. And he was worried that everything wouldn't fit in the box and I, because part of my job is like, Bars, restaurants, and clubs and things like that have to get alcohol through us. So we deliver to them, which means that part of my job is boxing up their alcohol for our deliveries. Right. Uh, So I've gotten kind of good at basically playing Tetris with your alcohol. So I put all of his stuff in uh, in his box, and he was just like, Man, you really stuffed it in there. You're a pretty good stuffer. And the two of us kind of chuckled about that. Pretty good stuffer. So the dude left, and these two ladies walked up from this one bar that's nearby. And they bought a bunch of shit. Turned out they were from a bar, which that's a whole separate process of uh, ringing out their order, which would have been fine if they would have just told us ahead of time. Right. But they waited until we wrung out all their stuff first to then let us know that, hey, we're from a bar. So we then had to, like, fix everything. And while they were waiting for us to fix everything, they were trying to take selfies with the alcohol that they bought. Because they bought, like, Remy Martin, which is, like, a super high-end name brandy. Oh. Sort of, it's sort of like Hennessy, <laughs> where it's one of those, like, up-there names. So they were, like, posing and taking selfies with these bottles. And they weren't liking their pictures because one of their asses didn't look good enough in it. Okay. I didn't find this out until after because they asked me to take their picture since I was, like, standing there waiting to fix their shit. So I took the picture and then she's just like, does my ass look good in that picture? It's like, I don't know. I just took the photo. Here's your phone back. It's like, what do you mean you don't know? You're supposed to be a pretty good stuffer, right? It's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) I'm walking over here now. What? That was probably the most annoying customer that I've dealt with. That sounds really annoying. That sounds like the human embodiment of that one song, the, the selfie song. By the chain smokers. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It's like, it's like, lady, you look like somebody's mother. Stop it. <laughs> you probably have two children my age by now. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm taken. She was not a MILF. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> And, and also, you are a tank and gentleman. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I have priorities. I had one of the weirdest experiences ever in my life to, like, asking someone if they wanted a bag or not <laughs> for their, uh, 
for their stuff was this guy who accused me of trying to get him to not have a bag so that I could accuse him of stealing and he's black so everyone would agree. I like I just want to know if you want a bag or not. I'm not trying to like That was like super specific. Like I'm not trying to like I'm not going through my day wondering how I can frame random black men for for shit. Like Dude, dude just wanted to be on the news. <laughs> Apparently. That that's when you're stretching. That's when like, <laughs> like you're you're really really trying to overplay your blackness. And that's like I hate when people do stuff like that because that kind of thing is an issue. But like yeah, but I, it's not it's just, not right now. You you had one item. I wanted to know if you just wanted to carry it or have a bag. <laughs> No, that was honestly hilarious. The dude just accused me of trying to frame him. <laughs> like, you want to know the quickest way to remedy that? Get a receipt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people out here hate receipts. I've learned that. Hmm. So many like, people... This is stuff I don't know, because I don't work at a register. <laughs> so many people, it's like, alright, would you like your receipt? It's like, no, I don't want a receipt. I don't want to know how much I paid. It's like, I, I got I got that. I, I understand that. But still. Like, I, I think I only have like three customers who willingly will ask for their receipts. I wonder, are any of them like uh, the one guy at the last place that I worked that if you, he didn't, he never wanted a receipt, the regular, but if you did happened to like hand him his change with the receipt he would like like because how i would usually do like change with the receipt i would like put the dollar bills on top of the receipt and like the any any coins on top of the dollar bills and hand, just hand it all over and no i get would, i get i get customers who will basically take it and like throw it back at me well he didn't even do that like he wouldn't touch the receipt he would like slip his hand just under the bills and take the bills and let the receipt drop <laughs> like he wouldn't touch the receipt <laughs> i don't believe in it i don't believe in receipts <laughs> or the lady who yelled at me for offering her or trying to hand her a receipt because the hot ink will give her cancer just put it in the bag the hot ink's going to give you cancer yeah, no, these <laughs> the, these people are just very like, I don't want to know how much I just spent on alcohol. Health food like, store employee, uh, customers are weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just deal with, uh, with drunks all day. Like, li- literally the hardest part of my job is dealing with, like, uh, dealing with the customers that don't speak English well and also don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. That's that's my biggest issue. It's like I can't I can't understand you and you don't know how to describe to me what you want. That that's where my issues lie. If yeah. if you at least knew like what you wanted, like either the description of it <clears throat> or the name, those those customers I can help you out, but it's like I I have customers who you barely you barely speak English and you're asking me for alcohol. You're in a liquor store. You're surrounded <laughs> by alcohol. What kind? I've I now learned usually when they say they want alcohol, they're talking about Everclear or they're talking about vodka. But that's because vodka is usually closer to Everclear. Mhm. At least in flavor. I had I had a customer I felt terrible. <clears throat> so it was like an older like Chinese man and his wife and like the the wife didn't doesn't speak any English and the husband like barely spoke English. And like they were asking me something. It sounded like they were trying to ask me cuz they were like showing me a sale tag by like one of the candy things. It's like three for seven dollars or something weird like that 
And it sounded like the question was them like trying to confirm that the sale was real, that like the, the can this candy was three for seven dollars. Mm-hmm. And so it was like it's like, yeah, yeah, that's three for seven dollars. Yep, this li-. and I guess that was not what they were asking, and I never did figure out what they were trying to ask me. And I felt terrible because like I, I just I don't I don't know what you're saying to me. I'm sorry. I, like, <laughs> like, like you're just showing me this sale tag and repeating the sale back at me, which sounds like you want a confirmation. But like apparently that's not what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get it. <clears throat> It's weird. It's really weird. I st- yeah. That that said, I still like it out here. I like oh yeah. It. I I I enjoy it out here. I enjoy all the people. Uh, even some of my some of well most of my non English speaking uh, customers are really nice. I have one old lady. <laughs> most. <laughs> yeah, most of them. I'll, some of them, some of them who know that I don't know what they're talking about will talk shit because it's like that's i i'll i'll say it so many times you don't have to speak a language to know when you're being talked down to oh yeah no (laughs) so it's like especially when they come in with a group of people and all of them can tell that i don't know what they're talking about it's Uh like (laughs) stop talking about me man i can (laughs) i can at least understand that much (laughs) but like no. Gotta, I don't even know what you're saying. I know you're talking shit. Yeah. But Stop. It's, but it's like, it's like I, I like the ones who at least acknowledge my attempt at helping. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm, do, I'm doing my best. We're both, we're both out of our comfort zone here. I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to help as much as I can. See, the only like, non-English speaking customer that ever like, irritated me was uh, at the last place that I worked. It's a woman, she, like, did speak English, but she didn't like to. So, like, she didn't speak, like, super well. Like, she didn't speak English super well, but, like, she mostly just didn't like to. Mm-hmm. But, um, so she would ask for someone who spoke Spanish. There was only one person in that store who spoke Spanish. And she had a history with this lady, kind of. Because this lady is also a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and the Spanish-speaking person in our store left that left their Jehovah's Witness church, which means that they're not supposed to talk to her. And so she would be like really snotty about it, like <laughs> like this is the only person who can help her. Hmm. This is the person who left her church, and she's not supposed to speak to you. Because <laughs> apparently that's a thing. If you leave Jehovah's Witness, they will not acknowledge you anymore. <laughs> huh. Now I now I got questions. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I especially there's these two customers that I, I I find them hilarious. Like one of them's one of them's really sweet, but I find it very funny that he's like super giggly and polite. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 pronounces things like super carefully and punctually like he i can tell that english isn't his first language and yet he tries so that you know i can help him as as much as possible and so he like enunciates every single syllable very slowly like he's trying to sound out the words and it's like when I, when I'm like, all right, I'll go get like he he comes in and he buys like lottery, mm-hmm. and so he like enunciates, you know, I want one power ball. It's like, okay, I'll go get you one power ball, and he'll he'll thank me, but he'll be like super giggly about it. <laughs> it's like that's like, adorable. <laughs> like he's 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 an old old guy. He's an old Asian dude, and he will just giggle so much, just like. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm That's just like, adorable. 
I love it when you come in, dude. And and anytime he like walks through the through the door, he like has this big smile on his face. He's like waving at everybody who walks past. <laughs> like he's just a super nice nice dude. And then there's this one uh another lady who is also Asian, also very old, who she drinks she she gets a carton of cigarettes and a case of malt liquor. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's four six packs of malt liquor, and always needs like a, a, a carry out. And it's just so funny because she's in there so much. It's like, how are you drinking all of this stuff? <laughs> you probably don't get these as much at a uh, liquor store, but like. Kids who are like translators for their parents who don't speak English are like the most poised, like mature kids that I have ever seen in my life. And like, I always really enjoy just like talking to them. <laughs> I, I, I kind of get that, but it's usually like their kids who are in the store also buying alcohol for themselves. It's like, I can tell that like, I can tell that you were this person's son or daughter, but I can also tell that you're over 18 or over 21 and you're buying, buying alcohol for yourself too. You've thrown your shit in there with their purchase. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but they are, they are no, like, like super, super like... I like the little kids that like, they, they like, I, I, I feel bad for them because they have to play translator for their parents and they're like so young but like they they just have this like air of like composure about them that like most people don't <laughs> like, especially at that age yeah but like know. most adults don't seem as mature as you seem <laughs> no like your it's... your parent doesn't seem as mature as you seem <laughs> It's it's certainly weird out here. In a good way. <laughs> it's weird in a good way. Still hate still hate the drivers. Yeah. I, I will never not hate the drivers. <laughs> this this one has gone all over the place. Yeah, it has. We, we we started off with the general topic about like talking about goals in the future, and uh, now we've been just talking about our job. <laughs> That's like all we've really been doing lately. Like we have have goals but like we've also been work working is all we've really been doing yeah <laughs> so now define a time between the work to work towards our goals a full circle not really though <laughs> <laughs> sort of for full circle sort of just making uh, some kind of connection between the topics that we have <laughs> yeah <laughs> that we've that we've uh gone off course from yeah <laughs> i think that's a good place to end it i think so well, we'll, we'll certainly try to make this more more regular like yeah. it used to be try and try, try try to make a schedule for recording and hopefully you enjoyed this one and hopefully the next one is like slightly ju just slightly more organized we're never more than slightly more organized than this but <laughs> here's my prediction either next next episode we're going to be back to uh back to some sort of format or we're just gonna drop the format <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> I, I i feel like the the more stuff that happens to us personally the the more likely we are to just drop the format probably but, you know, until then. Bye! <laughs>